0: You're listening to The Uncommon Podcast, where we celebrate the stories of men and women who are living uncommon lives. These individuals pursue excellence and purpose in their relationships and work. They optimize their health and stewardship, and they embody victorious vision and fervent faith. Be inspired and encouraged to follow your own uncommon path and live a life of authenticity, accountability, and adventure. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of The Uncommon Podcast, and I'm your host, Philip. I'm Ryan. Thanks for tuning in to another one. Uh, Man, we got a guest today, one of my favorite people, uh, named The Great White Buffalo, as some people call him. It's on the birth certificate. I call him The Great White Buffalo. Other people call him Matt Jens. Uh, Great guy. Actually is one of the the founding fathers. What does that even mean? Uh, If you guys have been a listener to the show, you guys know that we started this thing uh, we called it The Fraternity, and uh, Matt was one of the people that was instrumental in getting it off the ground. And So as we we're talking about these pillars and thinking about stellar people to be able to be on the show, Matt Jens was both somebody that Ryan and I thought about and really uh, wanted to have on the show, and his gifting has many, but he's going to be talking about extreme generosity today. Uh, his bio is married to the love of his life, has two kids, live in Ankeny, Iowa, or some call it Swankeny, Iowa. Uh, and it's just a jack of all trades, but I think one of his like superpowers is relationship connecting, understanding people through and through, and then being able to connect each other is powerful. So extreme generosity, Matt Jens, welcome on the show, my man.
1: Yeah, hey, glad to be here. Thanks for having me.
0: Absolutely. Oh, it's fun. This is your first podcast. Yeah.
1: So, yes, it is. And and so I, I, I told him a little early. I'm, I'm not going to lie, I'm a little nervous. <laughs> Never
2: been here just before. Just pretend it's like there's right. no mics, no headphones. We're just chatting. Yeah. That's okay. right.
0: Fireside chat. I think that our listener is going to get a ton out of this. Matt is one of those people who thinks through what he's going to say. He sent me some email, an email beforehand. And like the stuff and content that comes out of your head is like gold. So- I hope that, uh, people at home and that are listening can get a lot of value out of this and he's super approachable. So he will take you out to coffee. He loves when you buy, I'll just say it. He doesn't, (laughs) he usually buys other people's coffee, but I'm just going to try to flip the script here. Uh, and so let's start with just your experience with the fraternity and kind of how you and I started there. Cause I think there's some homage to be paid to you of where we're at today.
1: Yeah. No, thank you. Um, so yeah, I think you and I were we were on the same page for a long time, even before we knew it. Yeah, and and you threw out this Facebook post like something to the tune of "Hey, who, who's interested in Epic Guys Getaway?" Um, who isn't? Exactly. I mean, what well self respecting man wouldn't have responded to that? <laughs> uh, but anyways, um, shortly shortly before that or, or shortly after that, um, I read a book called. Uh, the tribe of millionaires. And um, it was all about, uh, you know, it could be, I don't particularly care for the title. I mean, it could, it could have been in my mind, it could have been, you know, the tribe of like-minded people, right? Like how do we Mm -hmm. just surround ourselves with people who are like-minded, headed in the same direction, passionate. Um, And so uh, introduced you to that book, Philip. And and we kind of started a conversation around it. Um, And, and I was, I was searching for, you know, a, a community, something to, uh, you know, I've got I've got a ton of great friends, um, but you know, what's that next level up? And and when it comes to relationships and authenticity yep. and um, and everything, right? How do I make myself better? And how can I right? How can I make other people better as well?
0: One of the key things of that about that book was experiences they they got to uh, be a part of together. Yeah, which was absolutely. cool. And so uh, when this first weekend went, and we've talked about this this podcast, mm-hmm. no one really knew what was going to happen except Matt Jens. Like Matt Jens and I, I was like, Hey man, this is what I'm thinking. Am yeah. I on track, off track? And so you were kind of like my inner, inner circle of like bouncing ideas off of. So like one of the original founding fathers is what we call the first eight, mm-hmm. but also like almost a grandpa, an OG, if you will, <laughs> in this. So thank you for doing that. And I think of it was course. really good. And then reading that book, I think is really good, but it's very, um, what is the word? Ethereal. Mm-hmm. It's, it's kind of like a Uh, prophetic thing of what is it not a prophecy but what is in in the Bible where Jesus says here's a parable it's kind of like a parable but it's not true And I was like, well, well, what would we have to do to make it true? Mm -hmm. And that's when Matt and I kind of, he has a sauna in his house. That's something quirky. (laughs) Uh, Matt and I sit in his sauna and we talk about the inner circle of life. I was going
2: to ask, what's like one uncommon thing about you? And they answered it right there. There Pretty
0: much the best bio we've ever had. Um, But yeah, so I just really appreciate just thinking through these and then trying to create something where we can experience things as as individuals and guys and and then also talk through like the authentic things that are, are on our mind or responsibilities that we feel like maybe be uh thwarting or something like that and so okay so extreme generosity man this is your yeah. wheelhouse but before we get there i do want to hear your experience with the fraternity and then you went to the second one because there's only yes. been two so you've been there a hundred percent of the time
1: yeah yeah i mean talk to us well um was 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 just like you said. Nobody knew what to expect. Um, even me, having having seen the the, the plan, right? <laughs> Throwing boomerangs. Who, who does that? Who yes. <laughs> buys a bunch of boomerangs. And uh, so anyway, I mean, just stuff like that. That you're like, okay, I would never. Choose to go through throw a boomerang mm-hmm. by myself, but mm-hmm. the reality is, is it, it was a riot, and oh. it, it was equally as much fun watching everybody struggle through it as oh. it was like actually trying to figure. And it dangerous. out. Kind and dangerous, kind of dangerous, yes, and dangerous, which I'd, was even better. Few people almost <laughs> lost some down. appendages. Yeah, <laughs> it was, yeah, yeah. But killed one of your neighbors. Too, it's I think. true. <laughs> yeah. um, anyway, but I, I couldn't have imagined how getting together, eight, was eight of us, eight of us, eight of us, mm-hmm. um, that really. Didn't know each other. I knew of a few people. I knew right. Phillip, obviously. But, you know, most of the other guys I had never met before, knew nothing about them. But mm. just, again, the level of um, authenticity and the the level right. of the, the connections that happened in that one weekend, right, are still, I mean, I still keep up with most of the guys in my group. and Right. Um, so it was again I am I'm a relationship guy I we had a ton of fun go-kart rides uh, or the go-kart at uh, whatever that place is yeah, called in Grimes. mr2 yeah, yeah 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 high-speed go-karts that was a ride absolutely loved it but if if I look back on the weekend right the, the greatest thing that came from the weekend for me is the relationships the for guys sure. and for sure and then going into uh year two mm-hmm. right it was I was almost a little nervous because I tend to get in this groove. Like if I've got my people, yeah. I don't, don't want to add to the people. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know that we go on ski trips together, right. and it is like a rite of passage. Somebody has to die for for, for somebody, <laughs> somebody else, else to get into, into that group. In. Right. Right. And so I was kind of nervous going into year two because I mean there's double the people. Right. I've I, I furthered relationships with the original eight guys, and now mm-hmm. I've got a. I'm still trying to further the relationship, but now I've got eight more guys on top of that. Mm -hmm. And so I, I didn't know quite what to expect. I was, I was, I'm not going to lie. I was less excited about it than I was year one. But it turned out to be awesome it turned out to be so much fun and just seeing right. other guys and, and kind of being able to step back and and right put on that founding father's yeah. hat and, and look at the new eight guys develop right. relationships right right i mean we had we were at dinner and we had guys in tears mm-hmm. and again this is guys that had just met each other the, the day before yeah um and so again just, that is just rare mm-hmm. um and and you know kudos to you for being able to to well, pull that together. That's your, that's your superpower. I don't know if it's
0: me or just the dynamic of the group because even in that dinner that you're talking about, you remember the server was like, what is going on? Yes. Like, what the hell is happening? <laughs> like, where are you guys from and what's happening? Because yeah. it's just different. It was, right. And she was witnessing it yeah. um, and I agree. It was more of the group dynamic is anything and that's the thing that you just can't plan. Mm-hmm. It's more of well, how are these two going to interact and how are these people and this is something that I do want to edify Matt in. So, the first the first weekend that we got together i knew everybody that was coming into the weekend but nobody else did really like you mentioned mm-hmm. and so i had one word that i kind of thought about when i was thinking of like individuals so like for matt it was relationships that was my, my word for matt mm-hmm. uh, and then in that i got i got to define what that meant as i looked at matt and it gave everybody an understanding of who matt was through my eyes well then i challenged everybody to like hey Write down what words you think of for other people as you get a watch and observe them throughout the weekend, which was my favorite part of the whole first weekend, um, and it was great because Matt at the end of the rainbow, the end of the weekend, he not only had words for everybody, but he had Bible verses that correlated to the ver- to the word. It was one of the most powerful <laughs> things, and that was all Matt. Like I never told him to do that. It's just that's the way he is. He's he cares. You're authentic. But then you also want to go one step deeper and you want to show and encourage other people, which is so powerful. So, Thank you. okay. What do you want to talk about extreme generosity? Well, I was even going to ask real quick,
2: Matt, <laughs> do you remember the word that you had for me to put you on the spot? Oh, if you man. don't, don't worry. It's because I do. <laughs> I, I don't, I'm sorry. So it man. was, I think the word you had was adaptable because mm-hmm. yes. I, I was a last second yes. addition to the weekend.
1: Yeah. Wife With, and kids and you pulled it off somehow. Man. Yeah. I don't know how, and
2: but. little did I know like what I was getting into and like what it would evolve into. Um, but yeah, even just shout out to my wife for letting me go. <laughs> totally. Every time I think about the second weekend, I think about
0: man, it was basically sponsored by Victoria saying yes <laughs> uh, four hours before it all happened. That's but awesome. yeah, that was
2: that was super cool to get that that word from from you as well as all the other guys. Right.
0: Yeah. Cool. So, Thanks.
2: So yeah, um, radical generosity. I guess even just kind of starting off the bat, I'm just curious. Like, where did this concept and desire? kind of solidify for you, like who were the key people that maybe modeled it and encouraged you? I
0: want to know that, but I think this one falls under stewardship. Right. The Mm -hmm. pillar of stewardship kind of building stellar stewardship. And so I just think that's interesting. When we're talking about these concepts, trying to categorize them into something, although extreme generosity and a lot of these all kind of intertwine in some way. But all right, answer the question. Yeah.
1: So I I think, you know, to your point, right. Under stewardship, I, I, I think that generosity really has, has, I kind of give it 3 3 legs if you will, right? So there's there's money, obviously that's kind of what probably everybody thinks about. We're going to be generous with our money. Right. Um we can be generous with our time, um which uh, yeah, is is equally as valuable sometimes as money. Um right. and then we can be generous with just possessions or things that we have, and, and kind of open-handed. Um, that's that's at least the three that that I've kind of thought of, and okay. and I've I've been blessed by people in in all sorts of those um, in those ways. So, you know, so I I had kicked around the idea of of doing a podcast solely around extreme generosity. I think I told Philip about that at mm-hmm. one point, maybe six months ago or something, and it it stems from. I was blessed by this guy's name is Chuck Wenger. Um, and it, it would be, the whole thing would be a legacy project to Chuck. Chuck died. Uh, I don't know the year Nolan was born. So almost seven years ago. And, um, anyways, Chuck, Chuck was probably one of the most influential people in my lives, but he, he was generous in all three of those legs in my life. And and he just, dis- he displayed that in a way that I, I never, never knew was possible. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I mean, and and he was just, he was, he was a random stranger for all I knew. Right. He he literally approached me one day uh, as I was walking out of church. He said, Hey Matt. I said, "Uh, yeah, who are you? (laughs) Uh, He goes, my name's Chuck. I think we're supposed to, I think we're supposed to meet up. Wow. And I was like, uh, (laughs) they taught it. They taught me early on that I'm not supposed to get in cars with strangers. So (laughs) I don't know about this. Right. And you could be my grandpa. So. Um, but anyway, it, it, you know, turned out he knew, he knew my sister, he, and my sister was good friends with his granddaughter. And, mm-hmm. and anyway, um, long story short, he invited me into a conversation and ultimately invited me into this ministry that he had started called Band, Band of Brothers, Brothers in Christ. Right. Wow. His whole, his whole mission behind that was discipleship. And his tagline was "Change by the word to change the world. <laughs> And that was the first, one of the first questions he asked me, he said, Matt, do you believe you can change the world? I was like, what on earth are I don't know what that is. <laughs> yeah. I can't even wrap my head around that. Nice <laughs> to meet you, Chuck. Nice yeah. to meet you. Right. <laughs> but anyway, it, through the process, through the, I mean, probably invested in me over eight, 10 years, I'd, I'd have to go back and figure it out. But, um, you know, he, he made significant financial, uh, investments in me just Mm. anything from inviting me down to his he had a place in florida and we'd go down there and and he'd always take us out to some of the nicest restaurants in fort lauderdale and he would take us he took us deep sea fishing and he took us on a you know we we Chartered a fifty-two foot monohull sailboat and left from wow. Fort Lauderdale. Sailed around the Keys, and uh, I mean, just again, these experiences that yeah. you never yeah. get to, you know, giving um, us some
2: ideas, right? Here. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> Reeled in one hundred and seventy-five pounds swordfish and made it for
1: dinner that night. I mean, it was just <laughs> right, just stuff like this. It <laughs> wow. Just, so, um, but then he was also again more generous than anybody I knew from a time standpoint. He would answer the phone hmm. any time of day, any anytime. I called him and anytime I wanted to stop by and hang out, have a glass of wine with him, he was a big cigar guy too. So we'd have a cigar and a glass of wine on his back deck and just talk about life. And, um, so anyway, he, he invested in me and and elevated my view of what generosity looked like Mm. to to a completely different level. Right. Aside from my parents, whatever, he probably invested in me more than anybody else. Right. And I've got countless other, um, Examples: A guy named mm-hmm. Alan uh, that uh, I know through Chuck. Right, We're, we serve on the board of Banner Brothers, now called Higher Trek. Together, hmm. again, super generous guy. Um, started with a company here in town, took it from a startup to a publicly traded company. Former CEO, right? I mean, just extremely generous with hmm. again everything he has all the time. Um, I got another another guy that I've just met recently, Mike. Uh, is his name and and another business owner that exited for a huge amount. And so when I look at just the time he gives me um, over the last six, eight months, right? If if he billed me for all of that, I probably wouldn't be able to pay the bill. (laughs) That's okay. He doesn't. So anyways, that's, there's all sorts of examples like that. Good.
0: So it's, it's funny. You didn't mention this. Like, even if your parents are the most generous people, there is something about having somebody outside your family be generous with you. It changes everything. It really does. Like, right. it takes a village to, to, to lead your family yeah. and, like, lead your children and yourself, honestly. Uh, yeah, I, I hate to say it, but, I mean, to some
1: extent, it's it's almost like like I've got kids, right? It is my mm-hmm. duty to invest in them. I, I right. love it, right? right? I love every football pass I throw with my son and every dance recital I go to for my daughter. Um, <laughs> but, you know, there's just a little bit of, like, uh, this is just this is what you do. But yeah. when it's somebody else right. that's like, I, just, I didn't know you six months ago, a year ago, right. and, and all of a sudden it just, it's, it's like, you don't owe me anything, but right. you're, you're just truly yep. out of the, the graciousness of your heart is where, mm. where this is coming from. Yeah. So,
2: yeah. And I think even like from the kid standpoint, I think as kids get older and get more angsty, um, in their teen years, a lot of times the last person they want to hear from is mom or dad. <laughs> so to have an adult come into the picture, who's willing to speak yeah. truth, they may be more receptive to that. And so, I think that's really, really cool. I was going to ask did, did, uh, in that initial meeting or anywhere in your relationship with Chuck, did he ever tell you why he felt like you guys were supposed to meet other than kind of the connection? Great question. What, like, what about you did do you yeah. think? Yeah.
1: So, so his whole ministry was around developing leaders, right? And so he kind of, he, he knew that I was, I was the first one in my family to, to really, Know Christ at at mm. that different level. And okay. He heard about that through my sister. Right, he took my sister and his granddaughter on a vacation down to Florida, um, <clears throat> and and somehow my sister mentioned my name, and so anyway, that's how that's all the whole conversation went. And then mm. he knew the lead pastor at the church we went to, and and you know Mike uh, Van Reese had had mentioned um, me me to him as well, and so that was kind of how that all that all started. But awesome. it was. <laughs> it, was, it was pretty out of the blue. For yeah, me.
2: divine appointment sounds yeah. like. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Very cool. Absolutely. Yeah. In a, in align with like your you mentioned your faith and just being a follower of Christ. I was gonna ask like, how has God's word informed your view of mm. generosity? Mm. Are there any certain verses or passages or stories?
1: Yeah. Yeah so the, i mean the, the one that immediately comes to mind is is you know i don't remember it exactly but paraphrased it's it's give with a give with a, g- a generous heart mm-hmm. right you know we're not going to give out of obligation that that's not that's not pleasing to the lord that's not and so i i to be honest i wrestled with that for a while i was like okay I'm, if I'm going to give with a generous heart, I got to figure out how to do that, right? I could mm-hmm. just cut my my ex, you know, my ten percent check or whatever to to my local church and and just trust that it goes to whatever, <laughs> um, you know, it's it's going to and, and it's going to be put to good use. But or I could look at this like I look at any real estate investment I want to get in or any any other sort of financial investment that I want to get in. Um, I could look at it as as okay, how how is my dollar going to go, how is it, how is this dollar going to further the kingdom more when I put it here versus when I put it there? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, um, I had a good friend in college, another super impactful guy in my life's name, Stan. Um, he, you know, he, he did all sorts of college ministry wells did friday football together at the uh, at the mwl up up at iowa state anyways just another super impactful guy he was he was like the true man's man right because i'm getting off on a little bit of a tangent here my my view of christianity for the longest time was like as soon as i become a christian i, I have to become a wimp right, uh, <laughs> right? the old wimpy christian yeah, right so the wet noodle yes right i mean the book <laughs> purpose-driven life helped me through that yeah. a lot yeah um And, uh, but anyway, Stan was really impactful there. And anyway, Stan went on from salt company at Iowa state to go plant a bunch of churches. And, um, he, he invited us along on a few plants a a, a couple times. And, and every time I was like, Stan, I just don't think, I don't think I'm called to leave, leave and and go plant a church with you. I really don't. But, um, I value you. I know you will do it well. And I I trust you in in every sense of the word. And so I want to, I want to fund part of your, you know, your, your adventure, mm-hmm. um, going and planting these churches. And, and he, he was, he was great. And I said, Stan, I, again, I want to look at this f- through a different lens. Like I want to look at my, mm. every check I cut you as, as an investment. And and I don't, you know, I don't need you to send me quarterly reports yeah, or updates those, or whatever, right? but, but I, I do want the chance to maybe be a little strategic about it. And one thing that I did, and I was working for Palmer Group at the time, and so I really understood the value of the employee and understand how what what taking care of your employees looks like, mm. and, and what that yields for you as as an employer. And so I said, Stan, you know, you guys are a, a startup for a church, if, if you will. I, I want to fund your Christmas party, right? Mm. I want to cut you. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna go. Here's here's what I commit to you through throughout the year, but I'm gonna take this separate chunk and I'm gonna give it to you, and I, I want all of this money to be spent on your people um for your christmas party and i want you to spoil them and and i the only way that you're going to get um get this in the future is if you promise to tell me um, when you need more because i want you to go and just Treat these people like they've never been treated before, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and I mean it was a, it was a small group, it was half a dozen, eight right. people or something right. at the time, so it didn't completely break the bank, but it was super impactful uh, right. for those folks. And so, anyway, that was just a great example That's of good. of you know taking that um, taking the view of of you know an investment when it comes to a, a, a charitable donation. I suppose you can do it too in in any like if you're super passionate about dogs figure out how to apply that to for the sure. arl or whatever sure. right
2: so mm-hmm. hey this is philip and ryan
0: taking a quick break from our episode to bring you a huge announcement registrations for our live
2: experiences
0: is now open
2: that's great philip what are the experiences i'm
0: glad you asked ryan we're offering two experiences the uncommon escape is just that a 16-hour escape that will disrupt your daily routine with a fun competition and exercises for personal growth All while you get to know fellow uncommoners, you'll walk away with three things. Renewed energy and focus, authentic friendships and like-minded men, actionable tools to enhance your relationships and attain worthwhile goals.
2: That sounds fun. What's the other experience?
0: The other option is our Elevate Experience, the one I'm personally excited about. It's a 48-hour retreat specifically geared towards men desiring to go further, faster, and have a ton of fun in the process. You'll enjoy unique experiences, and elevate your personal growth through expert coaching and intensive hands-on training. You will walk away with three things, once-in-a-lifetime experiences, a six-month action plan to achieve your most transformative goals, and a clear, defined sense of identity and purpose in your life.
2: Wow, that sounds uncommon and awesome. How do I get in on this?
0: Another great question. Uh, Use the link in the show notes and fill out your application. Once we review your application and you're accepted, we'll reach out with the next steps. We're only taking eight men on each experience. So get your application in ASAP and take that next step to your uncommon journey today. I love that passage is, God loves a cheerful giver. There it you is. Know, like, and it's, it's powerful because there's a lot of people who, let's, let's say you're super, uber wealthy, mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, I'm, a, I'm a, such an amazing giver. Of finances. What God really wants you to do is like, no, use your time Mm. as Mm -hmm. a resource. I want to change your giving through like the hardest thing to you. And they would be like, well, I'm too busy to do it. And so what do you think the reasons why people aren't cheerful givers? Because I like to know a lot of people and quite honestly, I've fallen into this trap of like, well, when I get paid more, Mm -hmm. I'll do this more. And it couldn't be further from, I think what God is calling us to do with the resources we have now. So what do you think the reasons are why people aren't extreme generous or a good giver? Yeah. Boy, that's a good
1: question. Um, I think it's fear. I think there's a lot of fear in it yeah. that like oh, I, I need this. I think I think some of it is just from a stewardship standpoint that people just don't don't manage their money well. Right. And they, they, they can't afford to be generous right so and and from that standpoint it's got to be a priority too like Mm -hmm. we are going to prioritize that this is this this is important to us we're going to prioritize being that cheerful giver we're going to prioritize um you know that was one conversation that my wife and i used to have i was when i was at palmer group i was commissioned and so i'd get a monthly commission check and 10 percent right off the top of that okay where are we going to give it we'd have a conversation around that where or or maybe we'd we'd pile a few up um so we'd have a bigger chunk and okay where where are we going to give these the last three commission checks worth of um, money to or what, what mm-hmm. ministry and, and how are we going to, right? right. Who, who are we as the gens is going to uh, to impact and, and know that um, we like what, what is, what is, what it's is good. important to us? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that was good. I don't know if I really answered your question on why people.
0: No, I, I do think it's fear. It's fear and it's honestly that they're putting themselves and their needs over what they can be doing. There's some selfishness. There's some selfishness. Yeah. There's pride in, in that. But I will say that as I, can personally contest i feel like when people have challenged me and i am like yeah you're right and done it the blessing seems to keep falling back on me not necessarily financially but my heart changes (laughs) drastically into that like wow and here's my point is it better to receive gifts at christmas or give gifts at christmas and really it to me is way better to give gift gifts now maybe it's like an age thing i don't know but i'm Mm. like okay I'll open your presents, but like I can't wait, especially when I have a good one, for you to open the present that I got you. Mm-hmm. you know, so and
1: I have I mean, again, I, I think it is it is good for generous people to, to desire to to be wealthy so that they can mm. give and so that they mm-hmm. can like I've I have a dream to mm. be able to I, I live real estate, and that's one of my passions is real estate. I have a dream to be able to have a house in uh in Colorado and a house in Florida someday and then go to some of these, these ministry people that I love and, and support and right. just recognize, like you didn't get into this to, to make bank. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. So <laughs> right. I, I want to give you a week of vacation, right? Yeah. All you gotta do is get your family there. The, the, place, the place is, is on yours. me. Right? right. It's all yours. That's right? Cool. Just, so even the
2: flights, we uh, <laughs> yeah, oh, right. said yeah, you I have to get yourself we'll, we'll get work, yourself. There. <laughs> we'll mean, work to that yeah, we'll, 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 <laughs> yeah, that's enough. that's radical <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was going to yeah go back even to the question of like why do you, people struggle with generosity and you kind of even alluded to you and your wife's conversation of like what is like the gen's mission and so I think a big reason and another one of our pillars is like victorious vision and mm-hmm. so I think it just speaks to the importance of having a mission with your spouse and even as a family, as your kids get older, like the, the utility of one thing my wife and I do each year is a, um, is just a marriage retreat where we just go away for a weekend and we look at this template that I've kind of created from different resources. And we look at the areas of our faith and finance and our relationship. And now as parents and kind of just talk through some of those things. So I think that even be, An encouragement to listeners who are married or even single, like, to know how to be a steward. It's like you should have a vision and like write it down and revisit it from time to time because it is probably something that will evolve and be in flux. shouldn't shouldn't be static. But I like that. You just mentioned kind of having that conversation. Yeah, school.
1: yeah, and I'm not going to go as far as to say we got it written down, like, but we just kind yeah. of know that these are, generally speaking, these are the these are the types of things that we like to give to. This is what we care about. Yep. Um, right. Adoption is one of them. Like one, we've we've got a bunch of friends who have have, who have adopted, um, and so just helping them through the process, seeing That's them cool. through the process, or giving to. Right. Entities that support yeah. uh, adoption is a big one for awesome. especially for my wife. Um, okay. I don't want to take <laughs> really any credit there, but
0: cool. being generous does help you get away from the greedy persona of like I just want as much as I can. Yeah. But it, the the feeling that I always get with Matt is like I want to make more money so I can give even more, so I can become more like a Chuck. You yes. gets to randomly take a person here's why because you have been so positively impacted Absolutely. by that kind of generosity makes you want to then do that and like yeah. bring that blessing down to somebody it's else infectious. But it's infectious it's yeah. infectious and it also keeps you away from being greedy which I mean if you know anything about society it's telling you like no take as much as you can for yourself and like we've been ingrained that from the beginning like it's our sin nature to take away from our friend you know like I don't want to give you that toy I want it now for me
2: yeah
1: and which too is part of the reason why I wanted to to, or I thought about doing a podcast around this. Right. It's just because I want to highlight those people. I want to yeah. celebrate <laughs> I them. I told uh, Philip, like, I feel like I want to be a cheerleader for them, but I need a more masculine word champion. for the, yeah. Champion. I want to be a champion champion, champion for generosity. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Right? So yes. I want to highlight those people, right? When sure. it, Exactly what you said is, right. is society just – it almost – um, elevates the, the person the who, opposite yeah exactly it is and so um what can we do to to just say hey man good good on you and um thanks for thanks for your generosity and i don't know i, th- I feel like it would go over well because i feel like you know, i would. somebody somebody who is generous like birds of a feather flock together right absolutely. so somebody who is generous probably knows somebody else who's generous and say hey go go talk to these guys hear their yeah. story and just and just i mean hearing about
0: let's edify stories. those people yes instead absolutely. of edify the per- person who's on TikTok who keeps doing videos with the duck face. Like who we don't need any more of those. <laughs> no more duck face. <laughs> right interested.
2: So you've kind of shared some of the bigger picture uh things that Chuck has done um yeah. to be generous, as well as like some of your goals for the future. I'm curious, like what would you say like radical generosity can look like even just in a day-to-day um as you go about?
1: Yeah. You know, so here one thought that i had and and again i'm not i'm not like this prophetic guy i'm i'm very rarely going to to tell you that hey i feel like the lord gave me a vision or whatever but i, I do he i do think he, he's told me a few things and and one thing is that you know, like you're going to get to the end of the life your life and you're going to see you're going to see this spider web and and you're going to be in the middle and you're going to see all of these different right this one conversation you had with this mm. one person that you had no idea what it actually did yeah. to them Right. And it's just spider webbed into all this different things. So how, how do we actually look at our lives that every every interaction we have with every person, whether they're known or a stranger, is a is a, a divine moment. Right. Hmm. I'm supposed to be talk. I don't know why, but I'm supposed to be talking to you, Mr. Stranger in the line behind me. Hmm. Right. It doesn't um, it, it doesn't necessarily have to have any sort of ginormous, like, you know, uh, halo type moment or yeah, anything like that right. but it's it's just could be it could, yeah, it could <laughs> it be. be right yeah so um i think i think it starts with that i think it just starts with recognizing that that you are in a place and at a time for for a reason mm-hmm. um and and ultimately life is not about you right, right. life is not right. I, I've, unfortunately i've had the chance um to, to go to a few funerals lately and uh, one thing i realized i got to this the, the last one that i was at you, you realized real quickly that you they don't care. Nobody cares when you get to the end of your life. You know, this guy was a tremendously successful farmer. Nobody cared about how much land he farmed. Nobody cared about the newest John Deere tractor he had mm-hmm. or case. Whatever. I don't remember what he was. But um, they everybody there talked about how generous this guy was and how he impacted other people's lives, how he would stop what he was doing to go drive a school bus because, you know, the school district needed one and, and the basketball team had to get to their game, right? Yeah. I mean, that's – right. you just hear stories like that and the guy right. just – completely selfless, died to himself and yeah, a million other things going on probably, but no, nope, I'm going to go drive. Uh, I'm going to go drive a bunch of That's eighth graders good. to a, yeah. to a basketball game. So
2: yeah, I don't know. Super uncommon. It sounds like you're talking about even just being uh, receptive or sensitive to like opportunities to be generous. Right. Yeah. Like it could even look like, I don't know off the top of my head, like, Buying ice cream cones for two friends at like six thirty a.m. on a Tuesday. We <laughs> need to talk about that a little bit. That is good. Nobody knows what we're talking about except us three. It feels good. It feels good to be in this inner circle. Long story short, Matt did that for me and Phil at a coffee shop one Tuesday morning, and that was my breakfast. <laughs> and I was zooming the rest of the day. It's yeah. like the guy who buys like a, a drink, a martini for like the pretty girl at the bar. You that just want so ice good. cream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Ryan I and know I know are sitting there
0: just hanging out, having coffee. And then the the waitress comes over and she's like...
2: Hey, from the man. From the, the man over there. <laughs> just, Matt just winks at the us. G, the GWB,
0: yeah. I right? think like she said. The great white buffalo over there. Yeah, that's good. Right, well, here's what I'd say too. It starts with understanding that you have gifts to give. You have uh, something. Yes. You have talents. You have resources that you are meant to not like put in a bottle. Mm-hmm. Right. You're meant to be able to impact other people. And I think that's where the generosity starts. Mm-hmm. If you don't feel like you have any value of yourself, it's hard to give away from others. But as soon as you start understanding the gifts that you have is when you can start thinking about generosity, mm-hmm. yeah. giving that to somebody else. Not in an arrogant way, but just as a natural progression of like you're grateful for.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, gratitude. Gratitude. Yeah, When you, we've talked about this in previous episodes. Like when you practice gratitude and you realize like every good and precious gift comes from the father above. So whether, whether God has blessed you with material wealth or, or seasons of life where you just have more time, time. or a home or resources, or even just like your skills and abilities, how can you bless people? Like when you practice gratitude and you reflect on that, the natural response is like to, to, share that with people. Cause that's how you're th- saying thank you to God. Matt. So good. Yeah. I had a question. So we kind of talked about the financial side of it. Where do you Matt feel like is a healthy sweet spot for like saving for one's future, providing for your family, but while also living generously along the way and I didn't realize that there's nuance and it's going to look different for people, but Oof.
1: yeah, good question. That is a good question. Um, man, that's a, that's a tough one to to give a cut and dry answer on. Yeah, I mean, not cookie cutter for sure. Yeah. 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 So I think personally, um, I believe when it comes to to giving charitably the the bottom bottom line is just the biblical 10% and, and the goal being to, to move up from there going forward. Um, you know, and, and as far as providing for your family or saving or investing, um, in in other stuff to to add to your wealth again the more of it the better right the more of it the more that we can I mean, kind of subscribe to the robert kiyosaki mentality yeah. that buy assets and not liabilities and hmm. you know kind of delay delayed gratification to some extent right i mean there but that's a balance too right you don't nobody wants to go through life wishing that they had gotten to the other side and um or wishing that they had uh, done done more for the family or done more taking more trips or something like that right that's you don't want to be there so i don't know man i don't have a great i'm still wrestling with that myself right and and i think it too it it it, everything comes in seasons right so there's going to be seasons of abundance and seasons of (laughs) right little yeah um and Mm. i think you just kind of have to play play into those seasons and and when you can be more generous you do and when you can you know take your spoiler kids and take them on a on on a trip to disney world or wherever you do it yeah and then when you can't you just you know that you can't and Mm -hmm. so i don't know that's that's kind of where i'm
2: yeah that's a that's a tough one for us to all suss out individually i had a friend say something to me a while back of just like he and his wife decided they were never going to invest more in a month than they gave and i was like wow that's a cool Uh reframe of that of just like if i truly say that the most important way that i could use my money is to invest in the kingdom it's like that should be reflected in (laughs) how i'm allocating those resources so yeah yeah Yeah. Mm. and of course yeah there's going to be seasons where more money's coming in and or or unforeseen expenses and always creative ways you can work through things but yeah yeah that's good
0: I think a good book that I've read about this is the treasure principle by Randy Alcorn. Mm -hmm. Um, And basically the premise is, Hey, you can't keep treasures here, but you can pass them forward Mm -hmm. by investing in the kingdom. And then for eternity, you get this reward And I'm a financial guy. And so he was like, the only guarantee that we have is probably like a thousandfold. It's like when you invest in the kingdom, it comes back to you like a thousandfold or whatever that Bible verse is. And he was like, that's a pretty good rate of return. Like, (laughs) I think I'm going to do more of that. And if I think about my retirement versus like eternity, I'm going to go (laughs) on the eternity part, not my retirement part. And I think that was interesting for me just to shape that mindset. But yeah, it's
2: good. Nice. Well, Matt, what would, what advice or like action steps would you offer someone who's maybe feels like they're struggling to live generously or they're desiring to take, take some good steps?
1: Yeah, it's you, you got to go against the grain. You, you just got to do it. Right. Mm-hmm. I think, I, I don't know why this, this thought has been coming to my mind recently, but I, either you guys motorcycle guys, you, Philip had a, I do uh, have a, mo- I have a motorcycle license. <laughs> <Yeah. just say. laughs> you had a rack, I, a did. Yeah, I yeah. did. I did. I did. I rode it once. That's right. I <laughs> no, I'm but not. Really, like, if, I don't know if you ever, if you wrote it enough, but you, if, if, if you think about how you ride when, when you're riding, you know, like, again, a crotch rocket is what I had nine R six.
0: I also had a crotch. <laughs> Birds so, of a feather. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so I a friend of mine was telling me about this and he said like hey we're going to hit this on ramp and we're going to be flying and and you know it's, it's curved to the left and so what do you think what do you think you do I was like well you you turn the wheel right you, you push your right hand forward and he said oh it's complete opposite actually if you want to go left you push with your left hand and it forces you to lean more and it I don't know, physics wow. can probably explain it but huh. it, oh. it is it was counterintuitive <laughs> very counterintuitive <laughs> exactly so um using huh. that as as kind of a frame of reference like just go against the grain. I mean do you, you just have to have to step out of the box at some point and yeah. um, whether it's with your time, right? Challenge yourself to to be more generous with with one 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 place in your life, right? Mm. You don't have to go hey, I am going to blow all spend all my money here and I'm going to give all my time here and right? Just, yeah. Let's let's take it a step at a yeah, time. Yeah, be
2: realistic and yeah. Yeah, but awesome. start somewhere,
1: do something, right? Yep.
0: What would you say
2: to that? Yeah. I mean, I think that's great advice. Yeah, to start somewhere. I, I think it goes back to, like, I think we talked about just starting with a list of what you're grateful for and taking inventory of those areas of, like, yeah. how has God blessed me with right. finances or resources? What, Where do I have, like, free time? I mean, even in—it's mm-hmm. easy to be like, I'm too busy, but, I mean— We've all had the same twenty four hours in a day, and there are some people that are just doing a lot more with it because they're determined that's to true. use it effectively.
1: And and again, find something that you care about. Find yep. something
2: that you're passionate
1: about. Right. right? I mean, if if you're not passionate about adoption, that, that's fine. Right? Yeah, there's, right? There's other people right. who are, but don't go give right. to something that you are passionate For about. For sure. Go give right. to, and and just understand. Like, try and figure out how it's happening and how how you know. Take the approach that okay, I'm not. Like when I think about my friends it was called to plant churches, I'm not called to plant churches, but I'm I can I can go plant a church with you by giving you yeah by giving you money. Mm-hmm. I don't have to be there physically and in right. person. So right. yeah, figure out what that is for you.
2: Awesome.
0: Yeah, I would say the same thing. Take inventory of what you have. And I love how you broke it down because it's super tangible. Time, money, possessions. Mm-hmm. What do you have as your disposal, and then what can you be generous with today? Mm-hmm. That's a really good plan. And then also communicating that with somebody that so they can hold you accountable. I think it's really important too to be talking about your passion too because if you do this right, it doesn't feel like you're serving at all.
2: It right. feels like you're just yeah, having
0: fun. <laughs> and uh, I remember going to YES Youth Emergency Services mm-hmm. um, and I remember playing knockout with them and like, okay, I am in my element. Does that make sense? Like, <laughs> I I'm didn't, knocking I didn't, these kids out. <laughs> I didn't work a day in my life. Okay? <laughs> but like, just think at the end of it, like, holy cow, how impactful it was for me just to have fun with these kids but also like, I'm sure they have some server, you know, people that serve there. It's kind of like, oh, what are we gonna do today? You know, like, oh, dude, I was knocking those kids out left, (laughs) right, and they were like, let's do it again, (laughs) you know, (laughs) run it back, Uh, run it back. So I think just taking inventory is really good a start, and then also having this desire to want to be generous is also a huge blessing. Mm -hmm. How to do that? I'm gonna reach out to Matt, reach out to one of us, (laughs) like. And yeah, let's try to f- figure out what that means for you. But everybody can do that. And I think the powerful, the most powerful thing is one, it's super uh, uncommon, but it's more powerful for yourself. Mm-hmm. The changes that happen inside internally are drastically more than what you're going to be given. Mm-hmm. So that's, I think, the big thing.
2: Yeah. Hey, one more question for Matt. Oh, oh my!
1: Man. Oh, oh my.
2: man. So as we've talked kind of about the inception of this being with the fraternity and now how it's evolved into the uncommon, like what are, what are you excited for for the future? Moving forward with, with the, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah, Good question. So, so now that I've kind of gotten past the, all right, you know, I got my small little, you know, tight knit group. I am, I am just excited to see this go. I'm honestly, I'm excited to, to stay in touch and to keep, um, keep tight, tighten it with some of the original founding fathers guys, but I'm, I'm more excited just to kind of be able to take a step back and Mm. look, look down Mm. and and see all of these forming and, and maybe kind of interject in, in certain places, be a little more strategic when it comes Mm -hmm. to um, inserting myself into, in a conversation rather than feeling like I have to, I have that's to get good. to know absolutely everybody because yep. we're very quickly going yeah. <laughs> to approach a, a a place where that's not going to be possible. Right. So, yeah. yeah, that's what I
0: And I'm, I will say this, like, now I know that Chuck isn't here, but I think he's definitely a mentor in your life. And mm-hmm. thinking about you creating something that he created has to be kind of like a goosebumps moment for you. Yeah. Like, I do think The Uncommon could be something that we were pouring into other people, kind of like the Band of Brothers that he started. Yeah. And then there's going to be conversations that you have like, I think we need to be talking here. Yeah. And you're absolutely. going to be that Chuck for somebody else, which is super powerful. So Yes. yeah, Dude, thanks for being Good on the place. show. Yeah, and you, I yeah. will challenge you, if you have any people that you want to interview for this generosity thing, I think it's yeah. that big. Would love to have them and you interview those people on this show. Yep. Uh, but again, if you want to do your own okay. podcast, I'm going to totally edify that. <laughs> I can help you with that, and, that too. I'll promote that all day. <laughs> yeah. so. Fair
1: enough. No, I've, I've got a list started already. I've got Good. Excel spreadsheet. Uh, uh, you're on it, Mr. Ramsey. Oh, can I interview out. you on your own podcast? Is that, how does that? Oh, yeah. All I'm, right. I'm there. If it helps you, I'm there. I'm there.
0: Uh, you've been listening to The Uncommon. And uh, yeah, I've been your host, Philip. I'm Ryan. Till next time. Go do something uncommon and go be generous.